Well, good morning again, everybody. Um, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, today is the first uh, Sunday of the season of Lent. And the name of our uh, series this year is The Kindness of Lent. And we'll unpack uh, what that means over the next six weeks. But today, we're going to begin by reading a passage of Scripture uh, from the book of Matthew. It's something that Jesus said one day, and I want to admit right up front, it's actually a passage of Scripture we've talked a lot about here at New Denver Church. And if you've been a Christian for very long, you know this passage of Scripture. In fact, when I read it, you'll, you'll recognize these words, they'll be familiar, you are familiar with what Jesus said, and the temptation will be to sort of check out uh, or to just sort of um, not really pay attention because it's just so familiar to us. But I want to challenge you not to do that, because there's something so critical in what Jesus says that we need to hear today, that maybe we need to relearn, maybe we need to remember, maybe we need to be reminded applies to every single one of our lives every single day. Um, Or uh, maybe you're here and you're new to following Jesus or new to a journey of faith. Uh, Maybe you've still got questions about who Jesus is and there's some things in the Bible that don't make a lot of sense. Or maybe you've never even read the Bible. And so when I read this passage today, this is going to be the very first time you're hearing it. But there is a very powerful truth and insight about who Jesus is. So um, with that in mind, let's just jump right in. Jesus was teaching one day. He was talking to his disciples, and then there was probably a larger crowd of people there listening as well. And here's what he said. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I told you, you would probably recognize these words, right? Uh, Many of you knew this passage when we started reading it there. And in fact, maybe you even thought in your heart like, oh, I know what this means. This means when I'm really tired, I should go to Jesus and he'll give me rest. And that's true, but there's actually so much more going on in what Jesus says here. And so I want to take a few minutes to just look at some very specific words that Jesus uses, and then we'll wrap up with just a time of reflecting how, on how it applies to our lives. So let's talk about a few of these words. Um, when Jesus says, uh, come to me, all you who are weary. Uh, the word weary in the original language is not an adjective. It's actually an active word. It's those who are actively struggling right now, those who are actively toiling, those who are facing or experiencing something in their lives and they're being depleted as a result, those who are worn out, those who are weary. It's the same word uh, that was used of Jesus one day when he was on a long journey and um, he finally uh, takes a break at a well (laughs) where he's really tired and he just needs to sit down and get some rest and get some water to drink because his feet are aching, his back is sore, his lungs are depleted, his mouth is dry, he is worn out. That's what it means to be weary. And my guess is that a lot of us are feeling weary in our lives right now. Uh, The word for burdened is just like it sounds. It means you're carrying a heavy 
load. There's something that's weighing you down. Right? There's something on your shoulders that has become too heavy for you to carry. Uh, I got into mountain climbing about 25 years ago, and um, the first big mountain I climbed was Mount Rainier in Washington. Um, and uh, when I did it, I had this massive backpack that I carried, and it looked a whole lot um, like this green one up here, uh, because I had never been on a trip like this, and so I pretty much took everything that I thought I might possibly need, and we were climbing on a glacier, as you can see in the background, and so you had to have warm clothes. I had these massive, heavy mountaineering boots that people used back then, and uh, I had crampons and rope and a harness and a helmet and this really heavy mountaineering tent, and we weighed our packs, me and my three friends who did this trip, we weighed our packs at the beginning of the trip, and mine weighed about 70 pounds. Does anyone know what 70 pounds feels like on your back? So I need a volunteer right now. Seriously. Rainer, come on up. Let's give it up for Rainer. All right. Are you ready? All right. Be careful. How's it feel? Pretty heavy. Okay. <laughs> so here's what I want you to do. <clears throat> For the rest of the sermon, <laughs> I want you to just walk around <laughs> the outside of the church. Do you think you could do that? Yeah. I'd be pretty tired. Okay. <laughs> Because if you said, yeah, more confidently, we might have tried it, but we won't, we won't do it. So let's, let's put it down. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Okay. So thank you, Rainer. Um, uh, so I hiked with four, for four days with that pack. Up and then back down 10,000 feet of elevation. And it's a lot of weight to carry. And it nearly killed me. I mean, by the end of the trip, I remember being so exhausted. Um, I was totally worn out, totally depleted. I got these shin splints, which I've never gotten before, before then or after then. I know it was all the weight I was carrying. I had pain in my legs and in my shoulders and in my back. And it was all I could do to literally stumble back to the trailhead. The reality is, I think many of us live our lives this way. We are carrying more than we're able to carry. More stress, more responsibilities, more expectations, more problems or challenges that are weighing on us. And it's killing us. Now, um, there's this really interesting thing in Greek uh, where the word that Jesus uses for burdened can be either middle voice or passive voice. Now, those are grammatical terms. You don't need to fully understand them, but middle voice would mean it's a burden that I have placed upon myself. I'm the one responsible for all of the stuff that I'm carrying. Passive voice would mean it's somebody else that has been placing this burden on me. I'm not responsible for it, but I'm still carrying it. It's somebody else that is putting this on me. 
But the way Jesus uses the word, it can mean either one. And it's almost like Jesus is saying, either way, whether you've put the burden on yourself or someone else has put the burden on you, it's too heavy for you to carry. And you're wearing yourself out. But if you come to me, I'll give you rest. Now, the way that Jesus gives us rest, he says, is that he gives us his yoke. And I'm sure the first time I read this passage or heard these words, I thought, what in the world do eggs have to do with any of this, Jesus, right? Because when I hear the word yoke, that's what I think about, but that's not the kind of yoke, and it's not even spelled that way, that Jesus is talking about. A yoke in the ancient world looked like this. It was a device for harnessing two oxen together so that they could plow a field together. It meant pulling the plow behind them wasn't very difficult because two oxen were doing it instead of one. And it meant that they could go in a straight line, which is really important for plowing. And maybe you had one ox that was new at plowing, had never done this before. Maybe this ox often veered off course or got too distracted too easily or needed to be taught what to do. Well, if you paired that ox with a stronger ox, well, then it could learn. Then it could understand. Then it could be guided. Then it could become useful. And so Jesus says, take my yoke and learn from me. In other words, connect yourself to me. Link yourself up with me. Walk with me. Because here's the deal. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, that last phrase, when Jesus says, uh, my burden is light, the word for light means just what you think it does. Not heavy. Easy to carry. It's not a burden that's going to weigh down on you. Uh, over the last 25 years, um, I've continued backpacking and I've climbed a bunch of other mountains. I didn't give up after that first very difficult trip, but I knew there was no way I could keep doing what I did that time. There was no way I could keep carrying all of the stuff that I carried if I wanted to keep doing this. And so over the years, I've uh, slowly transitioned to what people now call ultralight backpacking because there's all kinds of new gear and new kinds of uh, clothing that's way lighter than anything that used to be made. And more importantly, I've learned I don't need to carry all the stuff that I thought I needed to carry. I've learned what I really need and what I don't. I've learned what's important for the journey and what's just going to wear me down and wear me out. And so uh, a couple years ago, I climbed another big mountain, Mount Whitney in California, it's not an easy climb. My friend Nick and I did what's called the Mountaineer's Route. It's 6,000 feet up in elevation in less than five miles up a really technical and steep chute of snow. And you need crampons and a rope and a helmet and all those kind of gear that we needed on Mount Rainier. But I had learned my lesson. And so uh, here's a picture of me at the trailhead weighing my pack because they literally have a scale there where you can weigh your pack at the trailhead and do you see how much it is? 24 pounds. Do you know what a difference it makes to only carry 24 pounds instead of 70 pounds? 
Uh, Rainer, let's come on back up. All right? You ready? All right. Scared you there, didn't I? Yeah. <clears throat> so how does that feel? A lot lighter. Yeah. How long do you think you could carry that? A long time. A long time, right? It's a huge difference, isn't it? All right. Why don't you start carrying it around, and we'll see if you can do it. No, no, I'm joking. You can have a seat. Thanks. Let's give Rainer a big hand again. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Jesus is looking at all of us, probably a lot of us, who are carrying too much weight right now. And he's saying, are you exhausted yet? Are you ready to give up? Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you depleted? Come to me, and I'll give you rest. I will teach you the ultralight way. Now, I want to point out something else that's really important about what Jesus is saying, because we need to look at a few more words that he uses. Um, He says, I am gentle and humble in heart. The word gentle means soft. Uh, Not soft like not strong, but soft in the way a nurse tenderly cares for a sick patient. You see, when we come to him with whatever burdens we're carrying, he's gentle with us. He doesn't scold us. That's not in his nature. He wants to heal us and help us. The word humble uh, could be translated as lowly. It often refers to someone of humble means or humble origins, It could be somebody who doesn't have a lot of wealth or someone who doesn't have a lot of social status. Or if they do, you don't even know it because they're so approachable. They're so accessible. They're so humble about it. It's someone who's not proud, not pretentious. Someone who never makes you feel less than they are. In fact, it's somebody who every time you're with them, they make you feel better about yourself. That's Jesus. Gentle and humble. Meek and understanding. Tender and always accepting. Always lifting us up. And here's what's most important. Jesus says, this is who I am in my heart. Right? This is the only time in the Bible where we are given a window into Jesus' heart. Uh, In the ancient world, when you talked about what was in your heart, you're talking about the things that are the most defining aspects of who you are. The part of you that maybe nobody else actually sees, but will define your posture and your outlook and your attitude and your actions towards everything and everyone. And the only time that Jesus tells us what's in his heart is right here. It's like he's saying, if there's one thing to know about me, If there's one thing you can be certain about me, if there's one thing that will always define how I relate to you and how I receive you, it's this. I'm gentle and humble. Which is not how we often think of Jesus. You see, part of the reason we don't bring our heavy burdens 
to Jesus is because we think he'll probably be disappointed in us. He'll probably be exasperated with us. He is frustrated with us. Or we think maybe he'll be uninterested in us. Maybe he doesn't really, uh, maybe I'm not important enough. Maybe he has better things to do than deal with my silly burdens. Or perhaps uh, we've made some dumb decisions. It's through our own faults or our own failures. It's our own selfish actions that have created some of the burdens that we're carrying. And so Jesus is probably angry at us. He's probably lost his patience with us. He's tired of dealing with us. He's exhausted with us. But Jesus makes it super clear here. If that's what you think about me, you've got it totally wrong. If you will come to me when you're tired and you're worn out and you're caring too much and you're exhausted and you're ready to give up, I will never turn you away. I will never lose patience. I'll never roll my eyes. I'll never start with a lecture. I'll never judge you. I'll never condemn you. If you're tired and weary and you come to me, I will give you rest. Because it's who I am in my heart. There's one more word I want to point out today. Because Jesus says at the very end, my yoke is easy. Uh, that word in the original Greek, it's the word krestos. Krestos. Um, it's not the word Christos, which is slightly different, but that means anointed one or Messiah. And it kind of becomes Jesus' last name. Christos, right? Jesus Christ. Um, but Christos is actually a totally different word, and it can mean easy, like it's translated here, but more often than not, it means kind. It's the same word that Paul uses when he says, be kind to one another. Or when he says, the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. It's the same word Paul uses when he says, don't you know how kind and patient God is with you? Don't you know that it's his kindness that leads you back to him? It's his kindness that leads you to repentance. It's his kindness that draws us back to him. And Jesus is saying, that's who I am. That's how I will always respond to you when you come to me. Gentle, humble, kind. The yoke that I put on you will be kind, easy, light. Which means it won't be a burden at all. It's not even accurate enough to say, you know, he's going to take us from 70 pounds to 24 pounds as if he'll take some of it off, but we still have to carry some of it ourselves. No, putting on his yoke means connecting ourselves to him, giving all of our burdens to him, and learning from him, and walking with him. In fact, here's how one author, Dane Ortland, describes what it means to put on Jesus' yoke. He says, what helium does to a balloon, Jesus' yoke does to his followers. We are buoyed along in life by his endless gentleness and supremely accessible lowliness. He doesn't simply meet us in our place of need. He lives in our place of need. He never tires of sweeping us into his tender embrace. It is his very heart. I want to close um, the message today by just giving us some time 
to reflect on our lives. So I want to ask you to um, just close your eyes, not because we're going to do anything weird, but because it's the easiest way to really examine yourself without looking around or having other people look at you. And I want to ask you just a few questions. What are you carrying right now? What's feeling heavy? What are you responsible for? Who is counting on you? What's on your shoulders and it feels like it's up to you? What's creating stress in your life? What's making you tired and weary? What's wearing you out? Whatever things come to mind, don't judge them. Don't evaluate them. Don't try to solve them. Just take a few moments to name the things that you are carrying that are wearing you out. Now, I want you to picture Jesus, however you picture him. And he's looking at you with eyes of compassion, eyes of gentleness, eyes of kindness. What do you think he would say to you? Might he say, I am so sorry that you're carrying so much. Would he say, it hurts me to see you hurting. Would he say, you don't have to carry all of this. Come to me, he says, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, it's kind, and my burden is light.